Welcome to Swing Shot, the unofficial American Gladiators podcast. I am Blaine Zimmerman, joined as always by Ryan Allward, G'day. who was on the side of McDonald's when McDonald's sued five-year-old Sarah Michelle Guller mm, over absolutely. a commercial. Yeah, I really was. What? Yeah. I never heard about that. She did a Burger King commercial mm-hmm. about how Burger King's burgers were better, and yeah. McDonald's sued Burger King, the ad agency, and five-year-old mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Well, she had it coming, though. <laughs> Absolutely deserve that. <laughs> and Russ Slivka, famously known for being a giant fan of portable restrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the industry, not necessarily... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not the restrooms themselves, <laughs> just the, the overall industry. collection yeah. at home. <laughs> so we are in the quarterfinals. Yeah, we are. Um, last episode, we saw who uh, Craig. Craig wins, and Christy Cotton wins. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. Yeah, Craig yeah. Williams, yeah. And good names. Good, good are, late yeah. 80s, early 90s names. Yeah. I did a little bit more deep dive into the people this time, okay. which will come up during our Eliminator segment. <laughs> I also am fascinated by the fact that they keep changing stuff about the the show like oh, yeah, in the middle of the season changes. they don't wait until the end of the season to change stuff they're like eh, let's change this for next <laughs> week and you know they're they're recording like multiple episodes in a day yeah so yeah. they're changing the stuff on the fly right and so it's yeah, a very we'll, active writers room. Yeah, we'll talk about it as we go along so our competitors today are amy ross and nancy petito who you may remember from episode five they had just competed against each other like two episodes yeah. ago. Yeah. When you said our competitors, I was thinking like our podcast's competitors. And then <laughs> well, I started we, wondering like who it would be. We used to have competitors, but we crushed them. Yeah, that's right. In competition. They only got into like Madison and then they just were like, yeah. sorry, we're yeah. done. We're, we're worldwide. Yeah, that's um, right. Tens of followers. Uh, and we, units. I, I'm going, <laughs> yeah, we're pushing units. I'm going to get zap on this. We, if I follow her on Instagram now, like I'm just waiting for the right time. Oh man. Um, but we're getting zap. Zap. It's zap, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Arm up and then down into a bicep yeah. flex. Yeah. yeah. But she's the one we follow on Instagram. Correct. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Malibu is out golf. there too. She plays golf a lot and she does a lot of CrossFit, uh-huh. which isn't surprising. Oh, and curling. Curling. Oh, yes. that's right. She curls. That's right. So yeah. Nancy, they're really... She's when she's announced she's from Wakefield, Massachusetts, the mother of a three-year-old daughter. Mm, That's yeah. what she's announced. Yeah, as. Just screams athlete. Yeah, and they really, they, I mean, as we'll see, they talk about Nancy being a stay-at-home mom quite yeah. a bit. Okay, and then Amy, she's up there in some of my favorite competitors. Yeah, like, oh, she is such top tier. Like every time she's interviewed, giant smile on her face. She's yeah. like, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> this is wild. Yeah, she's one of my favorite. People, like, yeah, she is generally just a yeah. She always gets called like small, like like it's yeah. nothing. She's like, oh man, here she is, this impish little yeah girl. <laughs> Do it, yeah. He yeah. uses every synonym for yeah. small. Here's she's the elf a soccer again. star, Westfield State College. Oh yeah, the uh, fighting uh, shamrocks. What the shamrocks? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Billy Worth is back. Oh yeah, he is from New York City, a writer, producer, actor, and star of a new movie, War Party. <laughs> okay. That was how he was introduced. Man. It was. I had to rewind it. I was like, "Star of what?" <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you do? You know anything about War Party? No, I do. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> he played Sonny Crow Killer, a Native American. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the synopsis is: a group of reenactors attempt to stage a hundred-year anniversary battle between the U.S. Cavalry, cavalry. and the Black Cavalry. Cal- you said Cavalry. 
in which Canada, is, which is synonymous of the uh, yes, hill that was, upon that was which last Jesus weekend. Same thing. <laughs> uh, the U.S. cavalry. There you go. And the Blackfeet Indians. Unfortunately, racial hostilities and a real gun lead to some all too real casualties. And three young Blackfoot men are caught in the middle. The film follows their flight for freedom in the face of an angry community that has mistakenly blamed them for the violence. They flew somewhere? I mean, they're crows. Uh, (laughs) That's a good point. So Billy Worth was Sonny Crow Killer. He's Jewish, too. I figured that out. Billy Worth is? Yeah. Or Sonny Crow Killer? No. (laughs) Billy Worth is Jewish. Sonny Crow Killer is a Native American. But another actor, Dennis Banks... Who also is, not of any Native American. No, who is Native American. Oh, oh, plays <laughs> Ben Crowkiller. And then the other one is Rodney Grant, who's also Native American, who plays Crow. Who also played Wind in His Hair from Dancing with Wolves. Oh. So it was, was that Billy Worth, character? not Native American, playing two, an Indian. Two with, Native Americans? Yeah. Wow. Is Wind in His Hair main character in Dancing with Wolves? I think so. I've never seen it. Up, yeah. Tatanka. Never seen Dancing with Wolves. No, oh, man. I don't. I just don't have the time. Tatanka. Who has the time? That's a good point. The movie's like six hours long. I think movie. Wind in His Hair is the young, uh, the young brave. Yeah. Yeah. Let me look this up here. Really he played quick. baseball. Yeah. 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 With Warren Spahn back in the day. <laughs> well, I guess that makes sense because the Field of Dreams guy is in that movie, isn't he? Right. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He uh, built was it. Mo- Moonlight. What was his name? Doc Moonlight. I don't remember. Moonlight. Johnson, Moonlight Johnson. No, I'll find that out too. Okay. Okay, wind in his hair. Our other competitor is Hosea Simmons from Houston, Texas, who is an actor as well and a one-time boxer. Okay. Our hosts for this episode, as always, are Mike Adamley, former XFL and WWE announcer, and Joe Theismann, who you may know from the 1993 movie The Man from Left Field. (laughs) Was he in another The Man from movie? No, he was in The Man with Bogart's Face. Oh, uh, that's right. And this is uh, The Man from Left Field? This is The Man from Left Field. Uh, uh, Moon, which I looked up, and it's, okay. ba- it's a guy's coaching a Little League baseball team, is essentially. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it's the Bad News Bears with Joe Theismann? He's not the main character. Oh. I'm pretty sure the name, main character was like... Uh, Walter Matthau? No, it was somebody famous, though, but I, I can't More remember. More famous than Joe Theismann? Well, clearly not. Uh, um, Moonlight I mean, Graham. Moonlight, Moonlight Graham, Graham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hold on, I've got Joe Would Joe Theismann have been as popular had his tibia not been shattered? Would he have been as popular? He probably well, would have been as, as, as... Oh, it's Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds is the main oh, character. Oh, nice. Yeah. Would he have been as remembered now? I well, Yeah, but probably... No, probably, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't, think it would be? I think he probably would have had the same exact career arc. Because yeah. he is... When he was doing NFL games, he was good at yeah. that. And he did NFL games for a really long time, didn't he? Like when he was calling them? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so I would assume that was always the plan. Okay. He just, it started earlier. He probably, yeah. maybe, you know, maybe he wouldn't have been in The Man from Left Field. Right. You never know. Still be playing. Right field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, so Joe in this one says that the competitors are competing for $10,000 and the chance to become the gladiator of the year. Yeah, which is the I first time too. they brought yeah. that up. Uh-huh. Like, just making stuff up, right? Yeah, they're learning <laughs> like, as they go. Also, wouldn't the winner be the gladiator of the year? That's like, do we need to right. add a designation onto that? That's well, a good like, point. I mean, how many seasons did they film in one year? Oh, that's maybe possible. they didn't. Like, it honestly, was like a Jeopardy thing where they did yeah. like a tournament of champions. Maybe oh. they didn't. To me, 
The gladiator of the year is Amy Ross. Yeah. Mm. In our hearts. In our hearts. And in our, our minds. <laughs> yeah. I, I think maybe they didn't know if it was going to get greenlit for season two. So they were just like, we might try to, make, let's just make this as awesome oh, as we yeah. can. You know? Little did they know. Yeah. There'd be a podcast about it in 30, 33 <laughs> years. Um, Hosea is 26, six foot, 180. We Nitro, love Hosea. Our very first competition is Breakthrough and Conquer. Yeah. Nitro is our breakthrough. Okay. Tackler, Gemini is conquer. Hosea comes up, kind of quick juke, snike throw, gets in relatively easily. Although the executioner like signals that it's good, yeah. And Hosea wasn't quite sure if he stepped out of bounds, and he he looked away from where the executioner was, so he's like trying to figure out if he's in, and the executioner standing there like, "Hey, man." It's, it's fine. Just go it's to the wrestling ring. Yeah, just go. I'm I love so that happy. there's just an executioner. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm so it's, happy he's still there. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. And like as a line judge, like yeah. there's no way right. he can see clearly no. through that gimp mask. So, and oh, I even man. made a note. He's going to have a problem getting in that wrestling ring. Like he's a small dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he has to go up against Gemini. Who's massive. Uh, But he just... Straight kind of just like runs as fast as he can mm-hmm. at Gemini, and I mm-hmm. think it caught him off guard because he goes backwards and goes out of the ring, so he gets yeah. both points. Billy, we learn, well, we know he's 27, six foot, 175 pounds. So, from a, a size standpoint, we've got two like similar competitors. Yeah, we learn that he played freshman football at Brown. Oh, wow, huh. I think I forgot that. Billy was an Ivy Leaguer. Yeah, way to go, Bill. Like, and it bothers me because he really <laughs> tried to like present himself in the first mm-hmm. episode as like this rough and tumble New York yeah. City kid. Do you yeah. know he was raised on Park Avenue? And he went to like Seriously? a super mm-hmm. fancy preps high school. Yeah. Because he but, talks about it. Yeah, in this he, episode he could get away like, with. I didn't wear Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but yeah. get away with not wearing his jacket. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, I, that didn't happen either. There's, I don't believe anything comes out of this guy's mouth anymore. So he's a silver spooner who was raised on Park Avenue yeah. and went to Brown. That's one of the blue ones, right? Uh, Park? On, Monopoly. Oh, yeah. On Monopoly. That's an expensive yeah. one. Park Place. Yeah. Park Place. Park Place. Yeah. Park I don't... Park Billy, Ave. Park Place. Real silver spooner. Park he's Avenue. I don't, even think, I don't even think snow even hits the ground on Park Avenue before mm-hmm. they're cleaning it up. It's like, like how is he playing football? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... Do you know who else went to Brown? Chris Berman. Hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane went to Brown as well. Who's that? Creator of Family Guy, among other oh, things. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he actually also, cl- he clowns on Brown a lot in Family Guy, which is great. Well, I mean, it's hmm. like, it's the safety school. Yeah, sure. Everybody knows that. It was my safety school if I didn't get into Indiana State. <laughs> the <laughs> the uh, We also found out that Billy was a seven-foot high jumper, which that's legit. Is there anything he hasn't done yet? I mean... That be, he if really has done. If yeah. he's six foot tall, like, okay, so when I was in college, that's like a very average Division One high jumper. Still a Division One high jumper, yeah. right? But yeah. seven foot is is mediocre at that level. But watching short people high jump is really impressive. Yeah. I remember there was a, we were at Iowa State my sophomore year, and there was this dude that was like five foot six, from Clemson uh-huh. and him and this like dude from Texas Tech that was probably six eight. Wow. Were like in a battle and the bar was at like seven seven or something like that. It was Jeez. real it was real high. They were they ended up both being all Americans. But 
watching the tall dude from Texas Tech was not nearly as impressive as no. this little guy who's like walking up and looking up at the bar and then having to wow. clear it while the Texas Tech guy's kind of like basically like eye level with it. Yeah. But imagining Billy Worth as a six footer jumping seven foot. Yeah. That's in, that's impressive, but I also don't believe it. I mm. think Billy's full of crap. Okay. Uh, he does all of his own stunts and he just full on sprints straight into nitro and he gets in. So he goes in and with a clip that we've seen a hundred times at the, well, seven times at this point, he like gets on his back, mm -hmm. picks Gemini up yeah. Yeah. and flips him over his head. <laughs> he sure does. Like Gemini <laughs> yeah. as established large human. Yeah. And he flips, he like hip flips him uh -huh. over his head. And when asked about it, he says, my older brother, it deadpan. Because every time they interview him, he's deadpan. He's way, he actually, he's way too good to be there. And he Billy? like whispers Billy? loudly. Yeah, okay, yeah. we're talking Billy now. He's, my older brother is 215 and gives me a beating when we work out. Like, as though that was somehow relevant to right. him being able to flip Jim and I. So yeah. I... I also didn't believe a word that was coming out of his mouth. Yeah. And he said that his brother was third in the nation in wrestling. Yes. And I Googled for multiple minutes. <laughs> you fact trying, checked. To, trying to find. Because I, I, he, he talked about his two brothers. His one was set third in the nation in his wrestling. The other one was a state champion in wrestling, right? Maybe. I don't know. I found a picture of Billy Worth now and oh. his two brothers. So he was telling the truth. He has two brothers. Okay. But I couldn't verify anything more than that, other than that he's also a singer-songwriter. <sighs> thank you for... Uh, Damn it. Thank you for going Damn the it. extra mile for well, us, Well, you may have the, the inside advantage on one of the Eliminator questions. Oh, nice. Uh-oh. All right. So our current score, Billy is 100, Jose is at 40. Hosea, I felt after the first time seeing him... He probably shouldn't have been a contestant on American Gladiators, mm. and I don't know. Like the fact that he's in another an elimination round yeah. is kind of baffling because he kind of always looks like he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. He's also small. He's got a great mustache. That's true. He does have that going. We're going to learn yeah. a little bit more about Hosea later, and okay. this is not oh. about his wife. Um, what about his prostitute? That's what, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what about his prostitute? <laughs> well, he, Jose, the biblical Jose. Yeah, minor, minor, minor prophet. Yeah. yeah. He's Just, a minor prophet. Yeah, he's down in the mines. I heard the episode. Yeah. yeah. Hosea, Joel, Amos. You yeah. Know. Nahum. Nahum. Habakkuk. Amos? Amos? Amos, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a farmer. I made that up. He was famous, too. He, oh, famous. And then he went in yeah. the cookie he, business. He was a baker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like crispy cookies if they're small. Okay. Larger cookies, chewy. Better not be crispy, yeah. Mm, yeah. Women's joust. Like, give me the small Chips Ahoy's. I can Ooh, do those. Yeah, or yeah. the famous Amos Us. Sure, sure. Is... How do you feel about Otis Spunkmeyer? Blaine, I know how you feel about it. Uh... Yeah, you have a child. That name. <laughs> oh, I never that put that two and two together. That's not for that reason. <laughs> what episode I... was it where you talked about the... I don't remember. The meal that you guys had dropped? Speedball. <laughs> Speedball. You were in Afghanistan? Mm hmm Ooh, that's what we should have called this podcast. Yeah, because that was the Speed one where Speedball. you were like, what happens in that moment? And I was like, do you want to know? And then it was a string of expletives oh, yeah. uh, that you had to beep. And somebody was like, he missed one. And I was like, there were a lot in his defense. For those of you who might not know, uh, Blaine had to survive off of Otis Spunkmeyer cookies, compliments of the U.S. Muffins. government. Muffin, muffins. 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 Sorry. For like 72 hours. Whew. 
Thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> Women's joust. Here we go. Zap. Yeah. Is the jouster pugilist. Uh, Nancy Petito is 27, 5 foot 10, 148 pounds. So she is roughly the same size as Billy. Okay. And significantly um, <laughs> smaller than Zap. She is from Wakefield. She's a housewife. Joe says a couple of things here. She played a little ice hockey, so that stick should feel good to her. Oh. Mm-hmm. But then he also says something about, like, Zap's guns, and he goes, for those of you that don't know, guns are the biceps. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know anybody that's ever needed clarification on what guns means. Thank you, Joe Theisman. She had the right to bear arms. Nancy oh, that's good. basically gets Zap off balance and then just shoves her off with her ass. Okay. And then Amy does like a real world interview and this is where like really start to like amy and she's like it's wicked fun this is so weird how are we doing this i do like it when you write down verbatim because the amount of times that you have to rewind on the pluto tv app oh man dude well that was much longer like she goes on for a while about how like wild it is that they're having this competition but then talks about it throughout the episode every time they interview her yeah um which by the way, in this episode and the next episode, uh-huh. they did a lot more interviews with the gladiators. Like they're yeah. really trying to establish oh, those characters. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and uh, didn't Amy say like everyone else is taking this for granted? For granted, she spent some time in New Hampshire. Yeah, <laughs> granite, <laughs> the granite state. Yeah. Well done, well done. But she's like really appreciates the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, she's. She's very She's present. Mm-hmm. I found uh, Amy's Facebook page today. <gasps> and like, from what I could tell, she's definitely that type of person just in general all the time. Oh, that's so nice. just like That's cool. I'm glad it worked out for her. Side note, the mountain. A Facebook page? I, I'm, I'm is it a, like a fan page or just no. like a personal page? It's her Facebook page. Do you have any mutual friends with Amy? I didn't look. I was okay. looking for a question that I could ask on the Eliminator and I found one. <laughs> okay. Oh, on the New Hampshire quarter? The old man in the mountain his, uh, is apparently now broken off. So like the mountain that New Hampshire is known for is no longer. It was like a silhouette of an old guy. Yeah, I was there last spring. Oh, that's right. Doing the marathon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hmm. now no longer. Broken yeah, off. They, were, they were talking about that. Yeah. I don't remember him saying that it broke off because he was talking about how the old man in the mountain, he was like, it's on a different part. Like, yeah. we're not going to see it today. Amy goes against that. She goes back. They go back and forth for a while. And then Amy just like puts her head down and bum rushes her. Yeah. yeah. Like runs straight at her. Yep. Which doesn't matter because Zap got DQ'd for putting her hand on Amy's face mask. Face mask. Yeah. yeah. So we get to see the executioner do the mm-hmm. thumbs down thing. And then there's yeah, a little she bit like- of grabbed her face mask and then like took her down with her yeah yeah it almost came off her head mm-hmm. there was a little bit of a break of character with zap in that post joust thing with the executioner like she was kind of like mad and then she started joking around with him like because i think yeah. she thought the camera was off yeah like the bit was done yeah and it was weird i do remember as that happened i was like why are they doing this because she fell off anyway but then like that interaction was weird she wasn't nearly as much she was basically like meh yeah like Nitro always feigns anger right. when he gets eliminated every time he's on the joust. Yeah. And, um, and Zap kind of is the female Nitro, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you're yeah. looking for parallels. Sure. I, I, I see her character most connected That's fair. To, to Nitro. At one point her. during that joust, though, Joe says, she's in a cookie jar now with Zap, which I don't, I don't know what that means. <sighs> what, is that? what does that mean? I remember that. Oh, no. 
I thought he said like he was talking about how probably when she was a kid, she would get in trouble. There it is. Get caught with her hand in the cookie jar and then she get well, out of it. Still by get like, away with it. Yeah. Because well, she's so all charming. jousting when he said she's. Oh. In, oh, so was he just referencing? He might have. Oh, okay. the previous cookie I think, jar. I think you're right. Yeah. Illusion. Like she could get away with anything because of her impish smile. Yeah. yeah. Impish. Impish. She's impish. A dynamite. Yeah. So Amy and Nancy are tied with 100. Okay. Powerball. Nice. Hosea's jersey very clearly just came out of the package. I noticed that. <laughs> I love that had, you noticed that. Well, it had the wrinkles, like, like it had been folded for yeah. a long time, and yeah. he ju- very clearly just nice. took it out and put it on. Nice. Billy's interview. I love that I did for detail. You know? He talks about how he doesn't want to conform, mm. and he went to a high school where everyone had to wear a jacket and ties, and he claims that he didn't, and I got away with it. Just sitting in the back of the classroom. Yeah. One yeah. arm over the chair next yeah. to him. And they were like, out. dude, if your dad didn't donate so much to this school, like <laughs> yeah. we would be so mad at you. Yeah. Um, I feel like he wants to be in the outsiders. This is oh, he yeah. was. No, not Wait. the outsiders. He was in no, Lost, Lost Boys. Much. Lost Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. I got him <laughs> confused with Ralph Macchio, right? That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, the common mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Getting Billy Worth from American Gladiators mistaken with for oh, Ralph um, Matt Dillon was in War Party also. Are we? Oh, good. Oh, okay, okay. Like with Billy Worth, did Matt Dillon oh. is he? He's uh, Entourage, right? That's him. Yeah, that's Matt. Yeah, Dillon. Matt something Dillon. about Mary. His drama. <laughs> something. And something about Mary. Something about Mary. Yeah, yeah. I love call, that movie. I absolutely love that movie. Yeah, that's great. Not six, seven. <clears throat> this is where you can tell that all of the gladiators legitimately hate Billy. Mm. Like you can oh, yeah. feel it coming yeah. through the screen during yeah. Powerball because they basically are like, don't care about Hosea here. And they <laughs> all just gang up on Billy. And every yeah. time they get him down, it get an extra elbow to uh-huh. the back of the head. I, I like, wonder that, like how much trash talking is going on when they, oh, then, when they can take someone He's down. He's just such a p- yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you those dudes are like, mm, we're going to destroy this guy. Yeah. Right. This is our best chance. And yeah. he's like a pretty boy. So, and I imagine yeah. Malibu isn't going to tolerate more than one pretty boy. And Nitro's definitely not going to tolerate Malibu's it. really funny if you watch Powerball closely because he's the one that always does all the dirty stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> like somebody will go down on the ground and he'll like throw an yeah. elbow. Or like right after they like put the ball in, he's like hip checking them one yeah. more time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just to let him know who's boss. Yeah. That's how we do it on Venice Beach. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Gold's gym doesn't frown. So Billy gets double teamed a lot. At one point, Hosea like Probably. literally calmly walks over to one of the things and just sets it down while looking at everybody. <laughs> I'll just plop this in right here. So we're now tied at 115 apiece. And Malibu, so they asked Malibu about the Billy thing. And he says, once in a while, you've got to spank someone. And we spanked him. Oh my. We didn't shut him down. We sat him down. Which, okay. okay. So, Powerball. Oh. Okay, Powerball. Here Powerball we go. Powerball time. One of my favorite parts of this. Uh... Go ahead. All right. Ross, bingo color. <laughs> N33. NASCAR drivers can lose up to 10 pounds in sweat due to high temperature during races. Wow. Not 10 talking. pounds? 10 pounds is a that's lot. A, that's a lot of... Man. Okay. You think that would Gosh. cause them to wreck the car. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, 5 to 10 pounds. Terrible in there. Excessive oh, sweating can lead to focus problems and slower reflexes. Oh, good thing to have when you're going 190 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. 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 And the smell. 
<laughs> oh yeah well i mean plus like they're already nascar drivers so yeah like, exactly yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just smell like corn dogs all the time <laughs> dear lord baby jesus <laughs> bo alcohol and corn dogs yeah yeah, yeah. all right it's the american way <laughs> <laughs> all right all right here we go what'd you get i 16 <laughs> London cabbies have to memorize literally everything. That's oh, I've not, heard about they're, that. They're overusing literally. No, they have to take some test, and it's supposed to be like absolutely rigorous. You have to know, yeah, but like street names, yeah, like yes, like, the streets and stuff, but like everything, well, is like the history of the UK, word. like what, 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 what? <laughs> yes, everything <laughs> is an all-encompassing word. But you have to know, like from memory, how they to have, get anywhere. They have to take a series of tests known as the knowledge. Three hundred and twenty routes, twenty-five thousand streets, twenty thousand landmarks and places of public interest, and it can take up to four years to fully complete. Wow! Why? Um, Customer service. Yeah. Okay. But you got to compete with rideshare. I I don't know. I I imagine this has been that way for quite some time. Wow. Yeah, it's probably one of those things that just like stuck. Yeah. Like the monarchy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The knowledge. The knowledge. The knowledge. No one on earth would have guessed. Oh, God, no. I have to take a rigorous <laughs> test called the knowledge. Guess what it's about? London streets. All right. Okay. Plus, it's your last one. All right. Third one. Do they still call them cabbies? The people that drive cabs? No, oh, governor. Yeah. Do they still talk like that? Absolutely, they do. I-21. I-21. 62 countries celebrate their independence from the United Kingdom. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's a lot. Well, 62? <laughs> well, that's kind of... I actually, fate? like, randomly just saw, like, a map the other day of the world that, that pointed out every country that celebrated its independence from the United Kingdom. Wow, that's a it's lot. A, yeah, it's a lot. Man. Yeah. Okay. 62 countries? 62. There's Russ's three. 48 celebrate Independence Day. July fourth, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, Wait, how version. do the other how do the other ones celebrate their independence? Do they not have a special day for it? No. So you mean the other fourteen? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe fireworks, yeah. sports. Doesn't sound like they're celebrating. I mean, hot dogs, songs, NASCAR. No, I get it, but there's not dogs. a special day. Like, where are they? They just celebrate it every yeah, day. Maybe they're just adults. They're like, eh. no. That's or it was so long ago that like, yeah. It's a good point. Uh, do I do this away from me or towards me? Away. Yeah, away. No, no. I feel like you're going you're doing towards. Forward. Sorry, guys. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Sorry, right. everybody. Uh, Sorry, guys. B10. One in three divorce filings include the word Facebook. <laughs> <sighs> That's weird. I'm surprised it's that low. Yeah. One in three. Like, huh. Okay. That's, that's like a third. <laughs> of divorce filings. Yeah, yeah. I would assume that's a cheating thing. Uh, they've had instances where they pull Facebook up in the course of a deposition. Oh, my God. oh okay. Yeah. Huh. Oh, man. Interesting. Be careful, everybody. The modern era. Uh, G58. Man, these look so much like whoppers. Mm-hmm. In the 16th century, poets exchanged rap battle-like stylized insults and called the act flighting. F L Y T I N G. F L Y T I N G. Otherwise known Flying. as an airplane in Jamaica. So, 
It comes from the old English world. Ting, have you had ting? It's a fly ting, man. It was to craft poetic insults so devastating to your competitor they'd be too insulted to muster a comeback. One recorded exchange is known as the flighting of Dunbar and Kennedy, in which Kennedy tells Dunbar, "You look like the crows already ate your cheeks. Renounce, rebel, your rhymes and sorry shrieks." And he freaking and everybody was like, "The crows, like crow killer." Really Croke, yeah. Bring it back. Good job. Okay, last one. Here we go. Uh, Fly they team. also say that Worth exhibited a good rapping style with his street influenced tunes. Really? Yeah, he was a singer songwriter. Man, I should stop saying stuff, right? Because uh, the whole thing. <laughs> B thirteen. That's my last one. The world's largest pyramid isn't in Egypt. I think I knew oh. that. It, hold on. Is it in South America? That's what I was. No. Is it in Eastern Europe? No. Is it in Canada? No. Is it in San Diego? No. Is it in, hold on, we're going to get this. Is it in Southeast Asia? No. Is it in one of the countries that celebrates their independence from the UK? No. Oh. <laughs> Is it in Africa? It's in Mexico. Is it in uh, Mexico? Yes. Um, uh, Mexico it's four times the size of the Great Pyramid of Giza, and it also it's called Cholula. Oh, oh no, it's called so, Cholula. Cholula. So it makes good hot sauce too. Oh, oh perfect! Yeah. Uh, largest monument ever constructed. Wow! It's partially buried under a mountain. Man, do you guys do, still? Do you guys think there was like ancient technology that we just don't know about? Yeah. What do you think? Like like crazy stuff. Yeah. Do you? What do you think? What are you talking about? Like, how did they develop the pyramids with the knowledge they had? Yeah. Oh, God. Math. Did, it's, uh, Russ, we need, a, we need a, I have, an off-channel I have talk. a lot. I have a, I have a lot on this, I feel like. Yeah. A lot of... I'm not saying ancient aliens. I'm saying ancient technologies that have been lost. Yeah. And I feel like there was other civilizations. There was like, there's this big period of time where they said we had only developed so far that all of a sudden we have the pyramids. There's, yeah. There was other civilizations that got wiped out or it's like an idiocracy kind of thing there was really smart people yeah that developed all that stuff and then the normies had a bunch of kids and killed off those smart people and then didn't know how to do that anymore the normies <laughs> you know <laughs> electrolytes yeah. but at least we got hot sauce out of it so mm-hmm. that's good and that hp lovecraft Ch- oh it's Cthulhu or Cthulhu. what you know yeah. the Chilu- yeah i know yeah, C T H U L U. Isn't Cthulhu yeah. like the like a squid? Yeah, yeah. It's like a squid, like a kraken. In the next episode, yeah. why are we talking about krakens? How'd we because get there? Cholula, Cholula, and Cholula which Cholula. has a C H, and so does Cthulhu. Okay, <laughs> yeah. got it. Thank you. I so didn't know how we're going to take our first break, and yeah. when we come back, women's assault. <laughs> Facing the transition out of the military is rarely easy. It doesn't help that the staggering number of options you're faced with can be overwhelming. But there's a light at the end of that tunnel for all veterans. And that light shines brightest here in Indiana. Lucrative careers in fast-growing industries are plentiful. Housing costs are amongst the lowest in the nation. And you can live in the country while being less than an hour from a world-class city. At InVets, we're showing veterans how to translate the valuable skills they've learned to the civilian world while connecting them with careers they can be proud of so they can lead fulfilling, purposeful lives. Go to InVets, that's I-N-V-E-T-S dot org 
Create a profile to learn more about Indiana communities, browse the current open job openings in these communities, and receive your free shirt. That's InVets, I-N-V-E-T-S dot org. Welcome back to Swingshot, the unofficial American Gladiators podcast. Up next, Women's Assault. Now, the preview of the Women's Assault in general is like CGI, oh, like yeah. computer renderings. Yeah. And it doesn't the videos good. come out of like the gun. I don't know if you oh, noticed that. Oh, I did. But like it shows like the gun and the video like kind of pops out of it. Uh-huh. And then it shows you somebody shooting that. And then he talks about the next one and the video pops out of the gun. And the computer renderings are just like Mario paint, you know, yeah. like it's-, <laughs> it's the best they had. Yeah. They've also changed the rules because that's what you do. What? In the second quarterfinal. <laughs> right, right. Uh, if you hit the outside ring, it's only oh, 75 right. points. You, if you hit the bullseye, it's 100. Previously, it was just 100 for hitting the ring. Do you think the producers were just like the room full of the chimpanzees that are trying to type out Shakespeare? And that's what we have. Yeah. You know, that's, that's been that's debunked. Has it? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. They, they did an experiment. Mm-hmm. They being big academia. Yes. And I think that they came up with, it was mostly just like a room full of feces. (laughs) (laughs) That checks out. Yeah. They do like to throw their Somebody spent money on that to do that. Come on. If, if under the multiverse theory, there is a room full of chimps who have written Hamlet. Because I thought it was like, give a hundred chimps a hundred years and you would get Shakespeare pounds of feces like we already did this experiment it's human beings it's not important Mm. just natural evolution shakespeare you know whatever i saw some joke recently that was like shakespeare high school in shakespeare state was much easier for one he didn't have to study shakespeare (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point (laughs) women's assault so nancy petito she lasts all 60 seconds which was clearly her entire goal like, she's not aiming, she's just shooting and yeah. running and trying to make it through. Oh, pure, survi- yeah. pure survival. Like um, many stay-at-home moms. <laughs> yes. And just she trying just, like, to last all 60 end, seconds. Right? Just get through the day. <laughs> what you say? Just trying to last all 60 seconds. <laughs> Amy's rifle didn't fire yeah. uh, behind the wood sticks. The wood sticks. The twigs, whatever. Sure. The driftwood. Yeah. Uh, so now the score is 130 to 100. Okay. Okay. Human cannonball. This, in my opinion, is one of the more boring events. To Absolutely. Watch. Both of them come in oh for one, <laughs> and quite possibly the funniest thing that's happened in the entire series so far. Hosea oh. goes off and falls off the road. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Whoopsies. <laughs> and he's guy. injured, right? He gets hurt. Yeah, he gets hurt <laughs> falling off the uh, human cannonball. <laughs> like. You can't even understand why. No. He's got like four feet of pads beneath him. I don't feel my hand. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I lost all feeling. When I gripped it, uh, I couldn't feel it. It just falls off. And they had to go back to the replay a couple times just to try to figure out how on earth he could have hurt himself. They were like, I don't think he made it onto the seat. (laughs) Yeah, because there's that guy awkwardly holding the knot. Yeah, the knot. Between your legs before you jump. So Billy, he hits Nitro like a brick wall. He really does. Like Nitro does not move. 
Why do they not have like, Gemini up there every single time? Brick wall nitro. Gemini. Oh, yeah. I don't well, think Well, no, nitro stays. He's nitro most, doesn't move. But I'm saying Gemini is the densest of the male gladiators. Yeah, but I think Nitro has the best record in human cannibal. Does he? Yeah, I think okay. so. Um, it's like a technique, right? Because there's... Like out and away. Right. Every once in a while, they'll show their records. Like a parry. In the events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They let Hosea go again. He's clearly scared. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <he's, laughs> so it does not go well for him. That's like the only the second injury in this entire series so far. Besides Malibu getting stitched up. Yeah, they start to talk about that, though, because you start to notice competitors getting, like, bandages and ace wraps and stuff like that. Yeah. Because they really want to play up how hard it is. So Billy then knocks Malibu off, and Hosea knocks Malibu off because Malibu is a liability in Cannonball. Mm. And (laughs) Joe says Malibu absolutely holds the record for guys going off the platform the best. (laughs) Yeah, they comment um, every time he, he falls well, off. Well, I mean, it. the yeah. way Beautiful he went is. down that one time was pretty awesome. <laughs> they kept it in the in the show, like, yeah. in the preview. Yeah. Uh, yeah, remember that time one of our employees got massively injured? <laughs> went flying. Watch it every time. Uh, so it's now 145 to 145. Okay, all right. Ooh, tight race. Women's Breakthrough and Conquer. So Sonny's the Breakthrough, which I think is a mistake. And Lace is the Conquer. It looks like Sonny stops Nancy from getting in. They keep talking about forward progress sure. like it's an actual football game. And she ends up just like backing her way into the end zone mm-hmm. and it counts. And then she just straight up trucks Lace right right out of the, the wrestling ring. Yeah, Lace didn't really stand a chance. Sonny looks flat-footed when Amy comes up. Like yeah. Amy just runs right by her. Sonny is not a small individual. Like, no, but she's, 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 a- she's also not athletic. Yeah. Yeah, and she's not really a fierce competitor either. She yep, she's a wet sandwich. That's a yeah. good description. Yeah. Yeah. With a smile. Yeah. Yeah. An all-American girl. She pulls Lace out of the ring. Like she like grabs her and pulls her. Yeah. So now Nancy has a 30-point lead, 230 to 200, and we move to the men's joust versus Jim and I. Okay. Hosea thinks that the low man's going to win here. Not the man with biceps the size of Hosea's head (laughs) and finds out real quick as he gets knocked off the platform. Billy actually knocks Gemini off the platform like pretty quick. He makes quick work of it, which I'm surprised by because we've established all the gladiators do not like him. Yeah. Uh, So Billy now has a 245 to 180 lead. And this is where I put my notes that Billy was bad at interviews. He's not good. It, sh- it shouldn't no. have taken me that he's long. Not. And you're right, Russ. He does. He, he kind of whispers a lot. And he likes yeah. to be this mysterious. Yeah, guy. like he's trying to be mysterious. Yeah. It's so annoying. You know, he's a good if you guy. Google him too, a lot of people think he's very attractive. I don't. Get, I don't see his appeal at all. Mm. Women's Powerball. Okay. <laughs> Adam Lee says it's kind of like driving the wrong way in rush hour traffic, which what makes zero sense yeah. if you're going the. Then there's no traffic. So head-on collisions. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Trying I wasn't, to avoid head-on collisions? I guess. I was I was imagining like at five, if you're leaving, there's traffic. If you're going into the city, there's not. Oh. Yeah. And I'm talking about same lane. You're okay. just going there. Maybe oh, he's in I, I yeah. see. Okay. okay. Maybe he was. Regardless, Adam Lee, it's not Adam Lee's best quip. Nancy, she makes it look pretty easy. And Amy doesn't. For lack of a better term. 
So Nancy gets a pretty big lead at this point. She's up 305 to 230. I don't remember a whole lot of details from Women's Powerball, except for Nancy got more balls in the yeah. laundry baskets. That's a that's a higher score for the women in American Gladiators. Mm-hmm. I mean, not many surpass 300. Well, but yeah, I, I are you sure? I don't think that's true. Yeah, yeah Christy Cotton had 380. Well, but that was at the very end. Yeah, so. right. Okay, keep going. So in the assault, Malibu is shooting the gun. Hosea gets hit immediately. Yeah. Like going to the second station, very anticlimactic. He's probably um, still skittish about the uh, the the hand injury, the yeah. wrist injury. Yeah. But Billy also gets hit mm. in the leg, like in the back foot, like barely, as oh, he's running yeah. to the second station. So no points for either competitor there. Strong showing for Malibu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we find out that Amy got 30 points in women's cannonball, and that's all we know about it. Okay. So Have we ever seen a women's cannonball? Yeah. In the first right. couple episodes, they'd show it. We haven't seen the swing shot. We never though. saw swing shot, which is why we named the show after it. <laughs> <laughs> halfway R, halfway yeah. through R. It's only for, yeah. for real American Gladiators fans. Yeah, they know. Yeah. And real presequential fans. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, by the way, if you're still out there. Real American Gladiators fans wouldn't even know. You'd no. have to be... Yeah. A fan of this podcast. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So in the Eliminator, now we also have an animation for this with uh-huh. very helpful arrows in case you weren't clear on right. which direction they were going. Right, yes. Uh, it's left to right. So just all sorts of changes. In the second quarterfinal, during a competition, all sorts of things need to change, of course. It's a very fluid rule book. So Amy yeah. has to win by nine seconds. She's still over the moon excited just to be there. Just to, yeah, she, um, she's like, I just hope everybody has a good time. Yeah, yeah. this is, I'm having a blast. Yeah, she's um, the all American girl. She, she is. is. That's she right. That's sunny. sunny. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So You're she welcome. falls down on the balance beam, <sighs> and neither of them hit uh, a, a gladiator. And Joe says that Amy is very dejected, and I'm sure quite disappointed, which is. He had a thesaurus, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Would you guys rather be chucking a medicine ball at a contestant or be behind one of the cardboard or uh, the paper they, things? They do both. So they talk they about that in this episode. The One of them has to jump down and run around. Really? I yeah, because they have that. all wow. three gladiators on each side. Oh. And so... Two of them have to jump down the near side once they throw the medicine balls and have to run around and put the helmet on and put the pad on real quick. Yeah. What event is it where before the event they show a shot of three gladiators and then the other three gladiators? Like it'll be two guys and a girl. Right. And they're like posing or whatever. Is it the eliminator? Yeah. So this one, when they posed, there was like somebody and then Nitro and Zap. Uh-huh. And when they did the quick shot, Nitro's in the middle and he's his body is towards Zap and she does her thing. Uh-huh. And then he like grabs her hips and like pulls her closer to him. Yeah. And she like makes a move. So they're. I, you think they were jamming? I think they're definitely jamming. And I think <laughs> I think Adam Lee and Lace are jamming, too. You think Adam Lee and Lace? Yeah, I think I've it's that before. I think it's. Well. Because they've been there long enough now where it's Adam Lee Lace, Nitro, and Zap. Wow. So that leaves Sunny and Malibu and Gemini. 
in a weird love triangle. Yeah. It was a, it was a weird, like, Fleetwood Mac situation yeah. where... <laughs> it, well, it's kind of a quadrilateral because Gemini has two sides. Oh, that's true. So oh, it's still even. Gemini yeah. A, Gemini so B. Yes. Maybe, maybe it's just Gemini <laughs> and Gemini with himself. It's He's just Gemini on himself. Gemini and... Oh, God. I don't like that at all, Russ. <laughs> I just gemini all over myself. <laughs> But Sunny and Malibu would make sense. Absolutely. Just in the names alone. All-American girl and oh, a child yeah. of nature. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, man. So Hosea has to win by 13 <laughs> seconds. Spoiler alert, he doesn't. No. As soon as we find out Hosea has to win by 13 seconds, that Billy holds the record for the fastest eliminator. Yeah, it's like 20, 20 seconds. seconds, right? And he leapfrogs. He's coming across the balance beam like halfway through. He just yeets himself. Yes. Onto the flies. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he really does. It's insane. And then they like have this weird embrace at the finish line. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Billy does his Billy thing. Um, I don't think either of them had. So Billy's on to the semifinal. But neither of them had to fight a no. gladiator. It was very. N- no. To get n- through all four at the of end. Them. Yeah, all even the women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's. Yeah. It's easy to hate on Billy because he's Billy's terrible, but he really does like he kicks ass yeah. all the way through. Yeah, yeah. I'm he's flipping Gemini. So we're we're going to see a lot more of him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see who has to play in the semifinals in episode eight. So, the Eliminator. <laughs> Here we go. So I got on Hosea Simmons' website. He's a wait. He's got director. a website. Don't go <laughs> nope. there right now. Okay. okay, cheater. I'm I'm just impressed. LinkedIn. For some reason, so he's Still a writer, director, and producer now. Oh, oh, he produces movies with his wife, and oh, that's nice. For some reason, on yeah. the bottom of the website, it has like about section. It has his nickname. <sighs> okay. What? Is Hosea Simmons' nickname? All right. Is it Honey Bun? Is it Pumpkin? Is it Darlin? Is it Cupcake? Or is it Peach? Oh, mm. what's his last name? Simmons. Mm. If he was from Indiana, it should be Per. Per Simmons. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with <laughs> Darlin. Okay. I'm gonna go with Peach. You're both wrong. It's Punkin. Punkin. It's P-U-N-K-I-N. P-U-N-K-I-N. Hosea that is Punkin his nickname Simmons. on his professional website. Huh. <laughs> That's got to be a family nickname. A little term of endearment. What? Yeah, but... Yeah. Was the name of the band that Billy Worth was the front man for? <sighs> okay. Okay. Is it Dustin Bones? Electric Mayhem? Gallbladder? River Sticks? Or Honey River. Just know I made up four of these five. Well, <laughs> I'm proud I thought of you. Electric Mayhem was the Muppets band, wasn't it? Damn it. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go it's with Dr. Teeth. Honey River because I feel like off of that, you wrote River Sticks. Oh, well, I'm going to go with River Sticks. It is Dust and Bones. Wow. Oh, man. Those are bad Dust metals. and Bones? Yeah. Dust in bones. Dust, dust in the letter in. in. Dust like guns and roses. Yeah. yeah. I wonder. I wonder shake. if there was a like a a band member named Dustin. Right. That's what I was thinking too. Like Dustin yeah. Bones. I doubt I it. I bet he does. Yeah. Because he was the front man. There's no way he was going to let somebody else take his shine. 
That's mm, true. Yeah. By naming the band after the guitar player or something. Right. Dust in bones. Dust in bones. Like dust and bones. Yeah. Yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. Simon mm-hmm. and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> With the apostrophe. <laughs> so like I said, I found Amy Ross Fotino. That's her married name. Okay. Uh, I found her Facebook that? page. F-O-T-I-N-O. Oh, that's good. What yeah. sport does Amy play now? Competitively. <sighs> Soccer, pickleball. Tennis, hockey, or golf? Oh, all of them. She could do all of them. I agree. Gosh, I could see her in a visor and a LPGA polo. <laughs> just me. She's yeah. blonde now. She She's plays blonde? pickleball. She plays pickleball. Amy plays It's the pickleball. fastest growing sport in America. That's what, why I guess. What it. were the other options? Soccer, tennis, hockey, golf. Oh, man. I can't imagine she plays hockey now. She's got to be. I got to go pickleball also. Blaine? She plays hockey. She just wow, played in like Russ. a hockey event at Madison Square Garden. She was really jazzed about it. She like she played in the hockey mm-hmm. event. Yeah. Wow. What kind of hockey event was that? Well, like I don't know, fifty and over senior yeah. seniors hockey league. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I bet she has kids that play hockey, right? Yeah, I would assume so. She okay. definitely has kids. Yeah. It's got to be a super like athletic family. And she's blonde now. She's blonde now. Straight hair. Amy Fontino. If you're listening right now, Amy, maybe a friend has sent you this yeah. because they stumbled into it. <laughs> These three weird guys from Indiana, we're talking about you. We're big fans, Amy. And, and we would fans. love to have you on yeah. our podcast. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that has been episode seven of Swing Shot. Our next episode will be in a couple weeks, as you've probably learned. Uh, we've been busy and yeah, we it's been a few weeks. We've, we've yeah. not been on a regular schedule, so... We'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to watch along with us, you can watch uh, for free on the Pluto, Pluto TV. TV app. Yes. I had a lot of Andy Griffith commercials this time. I had what did a you bunch. Have? So I had the same four commercials every time for both episodes. And one of them was actually quite funny. It was about, it was a Lay's commercial about like the potato farms where Lay's potatoes are grown. Uh-huh. And this lady was like showing a map and she was putting pins in all the farms. And then the farmer... It cuts to a farmer coming out to his field and his kids are coming out and he's like, hold on kids. They're shooting another Lay's map commercial and this giant thing is (laughs) coming out of the sky clever (laughs) and she can't get it to go in. And then it cuts back to the farm and she, it's just like bouncing off the tractor in the middle of the field. That's clever. Yeah. I got, I know you guys have seen this commercial. It's the one where it's for like the, the driverless, I don't, I don't know if it's Ford or whatever, but uh-huh. the people are sitting behind the wheel, dri- I mean, not with their hands on the wheel, but instead of driving, they're like clapping their hands. Oh, you know, I haven't have seen you that with where they're like, we will rock you. Yeah, maybe. And it shows different people in different cars, just like, I feel like you back. get such different commercials. I really do. do. I really Man, do. It must be the algorithm or and something. And another one with like Wolfman Jack. Never the, seen that. The radio yeah. personality from the 70s. Yeah. I always get the one that's like Mork and Mindy and like Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, I usually get those. I got normal commercials this time. There was, and also it's like every forty-seven seconds there's a commercial block. Oh, there's so many. It takes so long. So be forewarned. And also, you're welcome for enduring all of that to bring this content to you. (laughs) It does let me catch up on notes, but. (laughs) 
And shout out to all of our patrons too, by the way. Yes. Uh, if you want to unlock all of our past bonus Some episodes, bonus episodes coming, and uh, and our future ones as well, and get these episodes early and ad free, sign up today for tier two of patreoncom presquential. You can click that in the show notes as well. Awesome. Well, this has been Swingshot, Episode 7. The next quarterfinal will be in a couple weeks. Stay tuned. 